Thank you for joining me, Tom. Oh, good to be with you. So in very basic terms, can you explain what the right of first refusal bill would do? So around the country, there's billions of dollars of new power line projects that are slated to be built, tens of billions, actually, even in the, just in the upper Midwest, and a few billion here in Wisconsin. Um, and what this bill would do would give an automatic path to in-state utilities to build those lines. The challenge with that is around the country and in the Midwest, we've, we have competitive bidding going on so that low bidders, uh, uh, utilities around the country are actually bidding to build these projects. And those competitive bids are saving customers money. And that would happen if this bill doesn't pass. But if it does pass, we would be faced with higher costs as the utilities here in Wisconsin wouldn't have to actually submit any competitive bids at all to build those lines. So to clarify, this applies only to long-distance transmission projects? Correct. There's a series of long-distance transmission projects in the works and in the, in, in the planning stages, including about $10.5 billion of projects just in the upper Midwest. In Wisconsin, there's about $2 billion of projects kind of in, in the western Wisconsin, kind of hooking up different parts of western Wisconsin with Minnesota that would be built in the, in the coming years. That's what's at stake here. Wisconsinites would be paying a share of all the projects that are built in the Midwest. So we're looking at a big, a big expenditure on, on people's bills in the future. And that's why we think there shouldn't be a rush to remove a tool for cost savings. And competitive bidding is clearly a tool for cost savings. Competitively bid projects have already been shown to save uh, customers money in projects around the country. So you touched on some of the citizen utility board's concerns about this legislation. Can you dig into that a little bit more? What we're seeing is we've seen a lot of cost pressures hitting customers at the same time in recent years and in the years ahead as part of this energy transition. Our utilities are building a lot of new new solar plants and uh, battery plants and even natural gas plants. And then ATC, ATC, American Transmission Company, has a queue of billions and billions of dollars of new projects. But the challenge is utilities get a significant double-digit profits when they build these power lines. When you have competitive bidding, one of the areas you're seeing savings is that utilities agree to actually not earn as much as much profit because they want to submit a competitive bid because they want to be the ones to win the, win the project. What's significant is that the competitive bidding process is going around the country and even in, in the Midwest. Uh, Dairyland Power Cooperative just won a competitive bid for a very small, it's a small project, it's only millions of dollars instead of billions of dollars, but, but even on that project, there's significant savings for customers that will, will be had because of Dairyland submitting a competitive bid. What are the ramifications from a consumer's perspective? How would the cost fall onto them eventually? A portion of everybody's utility bill, a home electric bill, is transmission. You don't see it as a line item on the bill because uh, when you get your MG&E bill or your Alliance Energy bill, you don't see it on there necessarily. But roughly at least 10 cents out of every dollar that you're spending for electricity is going to pay for transmission. Um, and, but that could, that could go way up in years ahead with all the construction that's planned. And it actually has gone up already over the last 15 or so years. Transmission share of a typical bill has gone way up. It's actually more than doubled. At that time, about 15 years ago, transmission was just about four cents on the dollar of a typical bill. And now it's even a bigger share of that, of that bill today, even as our as energy prices and electricity prices have risen. It's a big concern because overall, Wisconsin electricity rates haven't been kept competitive with other states. Our electricity rates here in Wisconsin are second highest in the Midwest and in the top 15 in the country. 
Quite a few local Wisconsin utility companies have registered in support of this bill, um, and their interests are pretty clear here. They would be able to bid higher on many different projects. But what are some other arguments in favor of this legislation? In favor of this, I mean, I think that the, the utilities are citing local control um, and the fact that it would be local companies, local companies uh, that would be build, uh, owning these projects, uh, but, uh, which, which is a fair point. However, you know, we've seen significant cost challenges with the projects that have been built. Uh, the project that was the, a project that linked Wausau with Duluth years ago ran way over, way, way over budget. And we have another example right now from the project from um, the Cardinal Hickory Creek power line that would run from uh, Madison to Iowa uh, isn't even built yet, and it's already well over $100 million over budget. Um, so there are real cost concerns from a, from a customer point of view. This bill has seen a lot of interest in Madison. It's actually uh, in the legend, in the Capitol. Um, the, it's, it's actually already been passed by two of the by two committees, so it's pending in the full Senate and the full Assembly. Um, and this is clearly a priority for the utilities because they, they see this as, as uh, something that's important for their bottom line. Um, and that's why 50, there are over 50 utility lobbyists that are actively working on this legislation. Um, Cub has one lobbyist, that's me, um, and trying to, trying to stop this. But luckily, we're part of a big coalition, um, and the big coalition includes everybody kind of uh, a, a diverse set of voices. So everybody from Queen, Wisconsin on one end to Americans for Prosperity on the other end are, are working to try to stop this bill. The groups that don't normally agree on, on much are, are aligned on this. Um, and, some, um, and I think there are some libertarian voices in the legislature that are concerned, as concerned about big monopoly utilities as they are about big government. So we know that similar legislation has been before the legislature before um, and did not make it out of committee. Uh, so do you think this time around it's likely to pass? Does it have bipartisan support? It has an element of support, but I, we hope it doesn't pass because it, we think it's the, wrong, it's the wrong step for Wisconsin. It's not moving Wisconsin forward. Um, whether it can pass is something we're concerned about. It did get out of committee, so that, that, that shows that it's, it's moved further in the process than it was able to last time, last session. Um, but uh, it remains to be seen in the, in the last few, as the legislature gears up for the last few weeks. Um, we're trying to encourage our CUB members and, and customers to call their state senators and state legislators to, to oppose to ask them to vote no on this bill. Is there anything else you'd like to share with our listeners? Um, I just, yeah, I think that I, it's just one of those issues where um, when, when you see 50 utility lobbyists all looking for the same thing uh, as the consumer watchdog for customers, are, are, that makes us say, hold on to your wallet. Um, and so we're, we're just really hopeful that um, Citizens can take part in this process by calling their legislators uh, and asking for a no vote on SB 481 and AB 470. Thank you again for agreeing to speak with me, Tom. Sure thing. That was Tom Content, Executive Director of the Citizens Utility Board of Wisconsin. He gave us the rundown on the right of first refusal bill.
which would bar out-of-state companies from bidding on long-distance transmission projects in Wisconsin. Tom says that, while the proposal would keep utility projects local, the lack of competitive bidding would likely raise prices for energy consumers.